Hello and welcome to the Number My Day Entrepreneur Podcast. I'm your host, DC and Ashton. Hi. <laughs> hey. Today we're going to talk about dreaming big as entrepreneurs, uh, specifically Christian entrepreneurs. Yeah. Right? So I believe that us seeking God, we will handle goals a little differently. Yeah. What do you say? Definitely. Yes. So I would like to read from Mark 10, 27. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Let me clear my throat first. <laughs> Mark 10, 27 says, look at them. Jesus said with man, it is impossible, but not with God because all things are possible with God. Yeah. Of course, before this, it's talking about the young rich ruler, mm-hmm. wealthy young man came to Jesus said, what do I have to do, Lord? Mm-hmm. Um, I've done all the, I've yeah. obeyed all the commandments. And of course, Jesus knows the one thing that we need to do. <laughs> and for him, it was to give up his possessions mm-hmm. and follow him. And the disciples said, like, how, you know, can a, a rich man enter into heaven? Mm-hmm. And Jesus said, us, oh, it's, it's easier for a camel to get through the eye of a needle. But with God, all things are possible. Yeah. I think the... You know, like we said, I have thousands of questions, but I think the first question is, what is big in your eyes? Because I think even as wild as we can think, you know, God's just bigger than that. Um, Yes. And with what comes before this, the rich man, sometimes dreaming big for people equals dollar signs. Yes. It means extra zeros, you know, um, and stuff. And stuff. Mm-hmm. Right. But the question is, truthfully, does your big dream have a kingdom impact? Yeah, that's the key. Of course, my scripture, I, I divert to regularly. Uh, Matthew 633, see God first. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes, especially on the journey, uh, people don't realize that there's no such thing as an overnight success. Mm-hmm. Uh, you might see their success, but there's been a lot of Blood, sweat, tears, turmoil, ups and downs, hills and valleys, wins and losses that nobody ever sees. And along that journey, uh, many times, that's what develops a person into a person now that can achieve great success. And I say stage success. I don't know if that's a phrase, but not the one hit wonder and then they're just, you know, or they're broke or back to their life. But that the success was sustainable, sustainable. Yeah. Stayed. And even to get to that point, there's, there's so much sometimes mental anguish. There's so much mental development Mm -hmm. that has to occur before we even get there. A lot of people don't even understand. Let me speak even for Christian entrepreneurs. We don't understand the power that we have access to and what we can attain for the kingdom, not through ourselves, but through, the power of Christ. Mm-hmm. Uh, Philippians 4.13 says we can do all things through Christ that gives us strength. Mm-hmm. It all starts in our mind. Uh, I think of this book uh, that you're actually going through, the uh, mm-hmm. Women's Bible Study, is Winning the War Ooh. in Your Mind with Craig Rochelle. Mm-hmm. Craig Rochelle is a pastor of the biggest church in America, I yep. believe. Yep. Uh, you know, They are the ones that brought us U-version the Bible app, app yeah. version Bible app. And he talks about the mental barriers that he had to overcome Mm -hmm. and look at that huge goal. Yeah. 
Uh, he went to seminary. He, um, His story the story is right. That he went to seminary and he gave a sermon and basically the people evaluating him were saying, well, man, this probably isn't for you. And he heard that a couple times. He didn't give up. Mm-mm. I mean, that's right in your face that, you know what? <laughs> I'm, I'm really not that good at this. <laughs> yeah. And so we see the, the key to open the door is Christ. Yeah. The key to even thinking that we're capable of doing anything of worth comes through Christ. Yeah. Any of us can apply earthly principles, follow these steps. These are the one, two, three steps to build a house. These are the one, two, three steps to build a successful business. Mm -hmm. But what can we do to have an impact for the kingdom of Christ? Yeah. And I, I think that question's so important to consider as you seek the Lord um, and dream big. And I will be honest, I struggle with dreaming big. You know, it's not that I don't want things, but it's just like, I think sometimes it is faith. You know, it says, help my unbelief. Your faith is small and you forget God isn't small. He's humongous. But even when you go big, like I want to do da, 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 da. Where's God in that? You know, I think of people who, oh my gosh, I'm going to get a Bentley. Okay. I'm going to, you know, build a mansion, 60,000 square feet. Great. How does that impact the kingdom? You know, is your heart to say, hey, I'm going to be opening it up to homeless women and children and I'm going to be taxing old ladies. I don't know. But how was that goal impacting the kingdom? And it doesn't mean we don't have, he does give us the desires of his heart, but I believe the desires of our hearts have to align with who he is and how it aligns with advancing the kingdom. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So there's nothing wrong with stuff, but stuff can't be the driving force, the kingdom impact and the will of God and your purpose and calling fulfilled have to be the driving force. Yes. Force. Yes. And that is what matters. Right. And and I thank God for being a, a loving father because my sons, right. Let's say, say my little son, uh, he might see a fire and might want to touch it, but me as his loving father, I'm going to stop him because I know it's going to hurt him. And even God, he knows that our soul is what matters more, not these temporal conveniences, mm-hmm. not these temporal desires that we have. And if we truly seek him, he's going to guide us. Yeah, He's going to guide us to him the way that he wants us to come to him. Even that on the other side of that corn coin of kingdom impact, it might be great but if that's not what he's calling you to do, you know, I pray to God that he stops it from being great. You know, if your assignment mm. is this, because I may, I heard when you're saying about, you know, he stops you and you're like, you know, this is, I'm going to go to Africa and build wells and jugga, jugga, jugga. That is amazing. I mean, that's wonderful. And you can kind of say, why wouldn't God want that? But is that what he called you to do? Is, is that, that what for he you? created you to do? Right. Because if it isn't, as we always say, your post, your calling's left undone right now while you're pursuing something that's good, wonderful. You want what God has for you. Right. Because that will have the ultimate impact because of the person he's created you to be before you even got here. Right. Right. And we, we've been talking about us together, our journey, how I've been running so far, so much trying to get away from where God has called me to be. Uh, I'm talking about just locationally, locationally running <laughs> and no matter how beautiful that grass looks on the other side, mm-hmm. it never is. And we felt it. We felt it when just personally, 
you have an ama- you have an amazing job. It makes good money and it's just yeah. not enough. And it'd be different. I, we always say like, it's not like we're like going to the Bahamas and just mm. spending money. It was like, it just wasn't enough. But truthfully, mm-hmm. had we sought God on the location and what we were pursuing, it's good. It's good to be in a great place where you can save money and, you know, there's great school system, blah, blah, right. blah. But if God's not calling you to that, you, how dare we ask him to bless it if it's out of the will that he yes. has for you? Like, God, this isn't what you want me to do. But, but can you bless it? <laughs> Make it yeah. multiply. I'm work. out of your will, but can you bless it? And you're not doing, you're not sinning, but you're not submitting yes. to your calling. Right. And I, I wrote that question, does your dream align with your calling and purpose? And sometimes I think there's a word comfortable that you want to put with it, but there is, you know, what's that scripture you like that stuff without toil? <laughs> Proverbs 10, 22, like God makes rich and it doesn't come with toil. So that, you uh, know, maybe you, maybe you don't want to go there and that's where God's calling to you, but it's, it's like cool. that lane. We, we, yeah, we discussed yeah, 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 yeah. that lane, right? Even that, that book, uh, blue ocean, yeah. right? Or Dr. Jim talking about your lane. Nobody's in your lane. Yeah. So I believe that that pertains to, are you doing what God called you to do? Cause if you're doing what God called you to do, I don't think there is toil. I actually, right. the scripture says there, there isn't. And, and toil doesn't, and we're not talking about easy or hard. Like, oh, if I'm obeying my calling, there's no struggle. Everything's wonderful. But let me tell you how more uncomfortable it is to be out of his will, pushing and striving to make something happen, mm-hmm. to pull blood from a turnip versus, okay, there's, there's struggle. He's growing me. He's pruning me, but yeah. I'm in my lane. So you're also going to yeah. see progress and you're going to have peace yes. when you're outside of his will. It is miserable. Oh, Even yeah. the good is like, oh, it's miserable. It lasts so temporal. It's fleeting. Yeah. Oh, here we go. Again. Oh, here we go. So you have to align as you dream big. You've mm-hmm. got to make sure that you're being obedient. Yes. Because he's got something for you that only DC can do. Yeah. Only Ashton can do. And when I'm not doing it, mm-hmm. nobody else is doing it. Sometimes we look at money. And say, oh, well, this can make money. Yeah. But money doesn't equal happiness. It sure doesn't. I remember in high school, when it comes time to pick what you want to do, right? Even though we're not even properly trained on Correct. trying to pick Let's what we want to do. not the school system. And of course, me, always being money, money-minded and by money entrepreneur led. and money-led, I was just looking for the things that, hey, we'll make six figures. Yeah. Hey, who has a great schedule. So, hey, a dentist makes six figures. I work <laughs> nine to five. I have weekends off. Uh, beautiful, beautiful mm-hmm. concept in my mind. And I thank God that I had, I had the opportunity. I just asked my dentist, say, Hey, um, I think it was Dr. Kern. Can I, uh, just come by? I want to be a dentist. Can I just internship for a few months? End up doing it for six months. I was bored out of my mind. <laughs> <clears throat> I was bored out of my mind. And later I found out that, um, dentists have high suicide rate. I don't know oh, if it's still, gosh. still that, but I was bored out of my mind. And and then here's the here's the statement we can have. Was that your calling? And people will take that. that. It makes money. Calling. It's got a good schedule. And I'm miserable. But and it shouldn't be a but. Jeez. If it's your calling, there should be some Goodness. joy. You know how much we it. work. I know our whole lives. Do you know how much we work? We work a lot. Why be miserable? You know. I think of. Uh, I can't think of the author's name, but it's a book entitled Six Working Geniuses. Mm-hmm. And there are online tests and everything about it. They, they tested it extensively, but dang, I wish I remember his name. I Maybe know, I'll sorry. remember it and write it somewhere in the show notes or something. But 
he basically said that like, he was guided. God gave it to him. It's just a revelation about uh, six working geniuses mm-hmm. and that he realized that a lot of people that are working outside of their genius, mm-hmm. they're miserable. But the ones that are working in their genius, basically the way that God made you, are you doing what God made you to do? And those that are, oh my goodness, they're thriving. And those that aren't, no matter if they're making a million dollars a year, they're miserable. And and you mentioned suicide rate, which is so horrible that we're even talking about that extreme. But how but many people have you seen looking so happy, looking like, wow, that's wonderful. Possibly you might have envied their lives. And the next thing you know, they're gone because they were miserable, as wonderful as money, success looked oh, from the outside. They were dying inside. Do you think God calls you to that? He doesn't. He has created you for a specific purpose. And when you do that purpose, even if it takes stretching and believing and hard work, you'll be so much more fulfilled than doing something that just puts food on the table and you're miserable. And I'm not saying quit your job and find whatever you need to do. I'm not saying all that, but Mm -hmm. I'm saying seek the Lord and and see who he's created you to be. And then get in that role, especially entrepreneurs. We're not necessarily speaking to like, you know, employees, but Mm -hmm. if you've been given the call and the mantle to be an entrepreneur, do what God has called you to do full force, dream big, seek him and succeed really. Yeah. And I actually want to share uh, uh, a story about the the six working geniuses. There's this guy who uh, took the test, right? And he realized, oh goodness, this isn't what I'm doing. And he worked at a church and he was going for the quarterly review. Yeah. And so his supervisors uh, were going to review his performance. He knew he wasn't that good at what he did. <laughs> so he took the test and he said, oh, I got to I got to take it to them. And so he took the test. He took it to his supervisors and he shared it with them. Like, I, you know, like these are actually my strengths and I'm what I'm doing. I feel like I'm not doing that good of a job. And they're like, you know what? You really aren't. <laughs> And You're not doing a good job. And I'm glad you brought that to us. He ended up actually being put in a different position that was actually a promotion. promotion. <laughs> <laughs> I've, been, I've been out of corporate like, too long. I was like, well, what is that word? When you get more it's money. A, it's a promotion, right? Yes. So he got a promotion from working in within the gifts that God has given him. And he, he thrives mm-hmm. in that position. And And... For those of you listening, because right now my brain starts to spin like, well, gosh, they need access to that. God can tell you you're working genius. He can reveal to you who you are and what you've created you. And sometimes it's so simple. When I go back. Sometimes you know. Yeah. When I go back and find people that I knew when I was a kid to now and they haven't had any conversation with me 10, 15 years, they're not surprised what my degree is in, what I have um, expertise. It's hard for me to say that. And because that's who I was. So it's, it's important to look at your interests and look at the things that you're good at, um, the things that you enjoy, and then Mm. put that all together, lay it at the feet of Jesus and go in community, commune with him to give you a dream, Mm -hmm. to give you a vision for wherever you are in life. Mm -hmm. You know, even if you're in this part of the business at different stages and sketchy stages, seek the Lord. Mm -hmm. He will. He'll do it. Yeah. I don't care what anybody says. Mm-hmm. We're not supposed to be miserable working. No, I don't think so. We're not. I believe we're supposed to enjoy our work. Now, there's some things that even as entrepreneurs, we wear many hats. And especially right. at the beginning of business, we're going to be doing a whole lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. But we have that list built out. We have these these departments that we're going to fill in the future. Mm-hmm. Right. So hey, if I don't like bookkeeping, mm-hmm. you know, eventually that's going to be put in somebody else's hand. Right. If I don't like marketing, somebody else's hand. Mm-hmm. But the goal is long term, we're building a business and 
we're operating in our strengths. Yes. And I think it's important that if you're progressing, that you're staying, I don't know what um, Donald Miller was saying, but you know, exactly. You wear these hats now, but we shouldn't look down the line 10 years from you're still wearing a bunch of hats and then who you are and what your, what your purpose was and who you are is kind of dwindled down because you haven't grown so that you can outsource, whether it be digitally, virtually or whatever staff. So I think it's important to make sure you're doing the right thing so you can grow, so you can keep doing the part of it that God's created you to do. You know, he's not creating you to be a jack of all trades. You have a purpose, but if you're filling it with riffraff and you're all over the place, your purpose is not as purposeful to reach the lost or to reach your audience or whoever he's calling you to be who you are too. Absolutely. Yeah. And with goals, our goals are going to involve others. Mm-hmm. Our goals are, are multifaceted. It's like our goals can team up with somebody else's goals. We work on them together and we're all achieving. That's how God's kingdom works. That's how success works too. That's how it works. Yeah. Advancement. Right? It's, the, it's the body of Christ. There's heads, there's eyes, there's eyelashes, there's mm-hmm. hands, fingers, toes. You mm-hmm. keep going? Or is that enough? No, that's Example. Enough. Okay. <laughs> so we can even work together. So even within uh, entrepreneurship, mm-hmm. there are people who are just great at accounting. <laughs> just awesome. You just call them, talk to them and like, boom, there it is. There's people that are great with investing. Mm-hmm. There, there are great investors out there. Uh, uh, stock market, real estate. Yes. We can team up and work together. Yeah. You know, and I've been in real estate for a while, mm-hmm. in real estate and uh, construction. And mm-hmm. I told you early on, uh, in my 20s when I got my, my license, there'd be times I'd be on a job site and stuff. And I just felt like I just feel like there's so much more. Even when we were doing a lot of volume, mm-hmm. things were going. I was on the job site just feeling like I needed to do something else. Uh, mm-hmm. Even working with, the, especially working with corporations, mm-hmm. I'd be working and my goodness, there's a draw. There's something more. Like I'm not working in my genius, which I know now, of course. But <laughs> hey, with, with time, yeah. we learn and we grow. Yeah. Let's read um, Philippians 4.13, but maybe just the pre-part of it. Yeah, Is my nose running again? Every I know. podcast. Every, you have the runny nose podcast syndrome. I know what I do. I blow <laughs> it right before we start. And it's, it's still pours. I don't know what to um, do about it. So I'll read. You want me to read Philippians 4? I'll read 4.10, 10 through 13, because I liked what was before there. Mm-hmm. Um, it says, how, how I praise the Lord that you are concerned about me again. I know you've always been concerned for me you didn't have the chance to help me not that i ever was in need for i have learned to be content with whatever i have i know how to live on almost nothing or with everything i have learned the secret of living in every situation whether it is with a full stomach or an empty with plenty or little for i can do everything through christ who gives me strength So I was just wanting to read that in reference to dreaming big, that dreaming big doesn't mean you just ride this. I think of a graph like you're just riding this unicorn and it's just upward, upward and everything's great and everything gets better and better and better. Mm -hmm. There's going to be some doldrums. There's going to be moments when you just don't even think it's possible. But that's why we're saying seek the Lord first, because now you're with him. So you can look, keep your, as it says, uh, Psalms 121, I will lift up my eyes to, to, to him where my help comes from because yes. there is moments when there's not going to be a lot of money in your bank account. 
mm-hmm. but you still stay, you still push mm-hmm. on, you still have faith because you started with Christ. Yes. And and you yes. guys sealed this big dream together. Mm. It's not like, oh, I'm going to do this. And then, yes, you lose endurance when it's a self thing. But if it's with him, you will be able to ride through with contentment through the highs and lows of mm-hmm. it. And with big goals, big dreams, big actions. That's part of the journey. Mm-hmm. That's part of the development. You can't get bigger muscles unless you want to lift weights. Yeah. You know, you're not going to, you're not going to, you know, drop the pounds unless you eat well, go out there and hit the track mm-hmm. and work out the, the with, with training, yeah, with, um, goals. There's, there comes a little struggle mm-hmm. and, uh, biblically, even secularly, you look at people in the world who've done great things. Mm-hmm. They have made sacrifices. You look at the Bible. Let me let me go with David, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Psalms 27, I believe. Psalms 27, the whole scripture is about David and his struggle and him fighting and him hiding in caves and, and doing this and doing this. But then Psalms 27, 14 says, this is David speaking. He said, but I will wait on the Lord. Mm-hmm. I'll wait on the Lord. With Moses, Moses had that 40 years until he was ready to lead the people out of Egypt. Yeah. I mean, we can keep going, Mm -hmm. but to achieve great things, it it takes a certain mindset. And and I don't believe us as Christian entrepreneurs will truly, truly achieve what we really can without seeking God. Mm -hmm. Money, fiscal goals or whatever. But what are some things that we can do to transform our communities? Yeah. You know, I think of Norman Henry's City Transformation. We're going to interview Norman in a couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. The City Transformation, he um, is a community development guy, uh, got a congressional award from Congress for community development for 30 years. And right now, him and his his partners, yeah. they are building up this this business, this model to go into communities and help transform them yeah transform them and his model is transformation first money second (laughs) (laughs) he told me that if we go in and there's he told me example they go in and they end up the financial part doesn't end up coming through he said it's all right because we're doing work for the lord yeah and when we work for the lord he provides always come out on top he provides yep yeah, I've ah. seen the righteous forsaken. So my goals, I believe, are, are, aren't even financially more. They, they've always been financial. Mm-hmm. Oh, 30, I want to be a millionaire by 30. <laughs> I want to flip this many houses and get this per house. Yeah. And, and those financial things are necessary to track and everything. But I don't want that to be it. Mm-hmm. I want to say, you know what? I want to transform my community. Mm-hmm. And God, you lead me to do that any way that I I can. Mm-hmm. If there are some projects I have to lose money on, uh, you always provide. He does. And that's that, that faith. Mm-hmm. There we go. This it's, it's the faith that we need. We need faith to accomplish meaningful goals. And the faith is there because any Christian can look over their life. If you're sane and put together right now, it's only because of the grace of God. So my thing is, let's be all in for him. Let's dream mm-hmm. big with him. And allow what he's given us to reach more, to help more, to mm-hmm. strengthen more, um, because that's really that eternal. That's what matters. You know, yeah. 
with stuff, you're going to get more stuff. It's never, yeah. it's never going to be a big enough this. It's never going to be big enough that. It's, it's actually never going to satisfy. But the joy that you get from seeing someone's life change. And I go for unbelievers and believers for an unbeliever who has realized there is salvation. There is joy. There is, um, so much through Jesus Christ, but even believers, when you see the power of God, raise them up, encourage them, grow them up. That is so much more fulfilling than saying, wow, I got the newest Tesla this year because next year you have to get a different one. So it's nothing wrong with having goals that have tangible things, but the eternal stuff has a kingdom impact. And Mm. that stuff is so much more fulfilling. I got to tell you, every time I've made temporal goals and I achieved them, (laughs) <laughs> so I feel so empty just to be honest yeah, with you when yeah. it was just within the fact of making this money, you make it, you acquire this thing, I acquire it. And it, I just feel so empty because now it's like, okay, what now is what? the next goal? Mm-hmm. Well, what's next? Okay. Next I have to get this. I know. I have and to get that next. Ends. I remember when, um, I was younger. This is a, a, a lesson God taught me, right? Mm-hmm. Is I mean, there was this, this little like, like newer camera or something that, that came out and I went and bought it and used it. And, it was so anticlimactic. You know, I was waiting so long and saved up and bought it. And then I just returned it. I just took it back, returned it. It's oh, like, so ah, such a letdown things are, you know, but what is the, what is the, the price of a soul? Mm-hmm. It's priceless. It's priceless. Yeah. I mean, he, it's, well, it's, it's, a, it's funny. It's priceless or it's invaluable. Like we can't afford it. That's why he paid the price because I could not. I don't have it in me to even pay what one soul is, let alone the whole world. You know, it's just. And we're so quick to try to invest in some stock, right? Like, you know, I want to buy some shares of Tesla. I want to buy Apple stock, man, Microsoft. Let me, let me get some of that. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go Berkshire Hathaway, whatever my man is doing. Okay. <laughs> Gosh, you know I- Come on, man. My mind is going blank today for some reason. Whatever Bill Gates is doing, I'm going to invest in that. Right. Mm-hmm. But how about we invest into the kingdom? Yeah. Like, goodness, I, I don't even know. I can't even fathom what treasures in, in heaven actually are going to be. Yeah. Right. Because my mind is temporal. I'm thinking of all these things here on earth that are great and beautiful. God made this earth great and beautiful. But heaven, heaven is on a whole nother level. Yes. What if I invest my stock into heaven? Yeah. And then I'm I'm investing into something that is everlasting, eternal, because I know a lot of people, everybody does on this earth. They're wealthy. Yeah. Millionaires and billionaires. Uh, Steve Jobs, billionaire, died. All that stuff stayed here. The 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 yacht that he was building, it's still here. <laughs> he didn't take that yacht wherever he, he went. He didn't ride it anywhere. Right. Right. Yeah. I think of spiritual currency. If, you know, I sound like. What is that? The, um, I can't even think of what it is. The cryptocurrency and all that kind of stuff, but spiritual currency. How much is in your spiritual bank account and how much are you investing back into the kingdom or are you piling it up and hoarding it and not even using it? Because that's what this, um, rich ruler was supposed to take what he had and give it away. And he couldn't because his faith and his hope wasn't something that was temporal. But can we use who we are, what God's created us to do, our businesses, our marketplace um, assignments to to impact the kingdom. And that is so much more rewarding. Um, it just is. It says it given. Is. It'll be given unto you. And there is just a joy that comes from it. It is. And it's so much more fulfilling to give. Oh, definitely. So much more fulfilling. Which is time, talents, all that stuff. Yes. 
So are we going over the tips now? Or do you have anything else? No, I just wrote, don't stop believing. The faith is what's going to get you through those seasons. Yeah. But keep on believing. I hear an old hymn, but I won't sing it. But yeah, keep on believing. Don't give up. Keep your faith in him. Lock arms with Christ mm-hmm. and dream big. Yes. You know, another way to keep on believing yeah. is by uniting with other believers, uniting with others that are have the same mindset as you that that want the same goals that Christ has to advance his kingdom. Yeah. So let's go over three tips. I love three tips. Some numbers easy to remember, Mm -hmm. right? Three things are easier to remember than 12 because normally I would get 12, give 12. Yeah. So tips for turning your dreams into reality. Yeah. Uh, Number one, seek God's guidance. (laughs) That has to be number one. I think it's number one all the time, but it should be. Yeah, it is. The scripture says seek him first. Mm-hmm. But that saves you time from doing your own thing. And God's like, I didn't tell you to do that. Just mm-hmm. no need to waste time. Let's just get his approval, get what he wants us to do, get his mm-hmm. direction. Acknowledge him and he will direct your path. Proverbs yes. 3, 5 through 6. Uh, number two, trust in God's provision. So seek God's guidance. Yeah. God, what is my goal? What should I do? What? what should how should I do, do? it? Yeah. And then trust in his provision. Yeah. If God's going to tell you to do this, he will provide. He will. If he told... But- Israel to leave Egypt, he will provide for them. Mm-hmm. And I thought about two. I thought about two stories. I thought about Noah. I provided he he was a built and building, but I know he provided. And I also think about um, Nehemiah. You know, mm-hmm. getting those supplies. He will oh, provide yes. whatever he's calling you to do. He provides, he even provide. if you've got to go into enemy camp. Yes, get them supplies. God will provide because he also will tell you what to do. Yeah, yeah. When Israel. Occupy those lands about the ites. Yeah. Right? The ites. The ites, <laughs> land, land of milk and honey. It was like sitting there ready for them. They, yeah. The guys say, go get it. Yeah. Go get it. Uh, number three, take action with faith. Ooh. So seek God's guidance, trust in God's provision, and then take action with faith. Mm-hmm. And the faith step is what gives you the boldness. Forward. Yeah. Make steps forward. Because if you're not going forward, unfortunately, you're not standing still either. Mm. That's it, guys. I love it. That's it. Thanks for joining us today. Let me ask you a question. Do you desire to live in your God-given purpose? If so, I believe this 31-day study challenge will help you. Go to numbermyday.com slash 31 days to download the workbook and join us on Substack. That's numbermyday.com slash the number 31 D-A-Y-S. I'm looking forward to you joining us in this journey towards living in our God-given purpose.